Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Yeah, there's mad people on there. Yeah. yeah. He was the only... Yeah. Show was the only cat that had this love for No Limit. And <laughs> it, um, we, we caught on real late, but Burchell was hip nah, to it. See, in DC, we was, we was on the DC. We, we was... We had every no every Tuesday it was a new no limit joint out and we had all of it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it cost twenty three dollars. I used to go every Tuesday and cop a different no limit album. Who's your favorite? who was your favorite? <laughs> Silk. Silk? Wow. Yep. Silk yep. mystical. Yep. I remember that. And then T. <laughs> wow. My favorite was Fiend. I was a fiend Fiend. Oh Fiend. Yeah, Fiend. <laughs> Uh, Skull Duggery, then Mia X. Oh, Skull Duggery. Yeah. yeah, so we we was out there. Yeah, I mean, my my guy from the jump was Mystical. Like when like when Make Him Say Uh came out, and I first heard Mystical, I was like, Yo, that's that's that nigga right there. Like I could listen yeah. to Mystical. And they not giving No Limit credit for how they um they real live uh got Snoop back in the game. Oh yeah, they say Snoop's life. Yeah, yeah. I asked, I asked Silk about that because, um, like, Shug was like threatening Snoop. I'm saying he came to No Limit, and then C Murder dropped that line and down from my end. He was like, "And if anybody messed with Snoop Doggy Dog, I'm gonna make his yeah. people his Yo, that was for Shug. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what. No question, no question. Man. Now, now we, we we got Burchell Glenn on the line here. So, so, so Birch. So I, I follow you on social media. You know, we on Facebook, we on Instagram yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> and man, I, I gotta tell you, man, you 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 are like the top internet troll that's out there, man. Oh yeah, it's funny. Yeah, let let let, let <laughs> everybody know how you feel about the LeBron versus MJ comparison. I first of all, I think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever. You know what I'm saying like. He made basketball global. He made sneakers. Like, the whole sneaker game is because of Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He's still lit right now. He owns the uh, Hornets. But people ride him too hard. Like, it's like anyone, anything does, they're like, oh, they're not better than Jordan. And Jordan did this, Jordan did that. So I just twist up stats and make it look like Jordan is not as great as people say he is. That's a fact. For example, <laughs> let's be honest, the teams he's played in the finals and beat in the finals are garbage. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> like, so Barkley's so Bar- so sons are garbage. Yeah, that team was garbage. If Barkley's sons played LeBron's Cavs, they'd get swept. They would get swept. Who... You don't even know the starting five from that team. What was it? Cedric Sabalos and Dan Marley and Steve Kerr. Like, man, Kyrie would give them buckets. They had a squad. That means, I mean, what did KJ do in the finals? Nah, he, eh, yeah. 
I mean, what, what about, about that sixty-win Seattle team with Gary Payton, Sean Kemp? What about that? Man, team? Sean Kemp is washed. That looks Trent's not even in the Hall of Fame. Freaking Gary Payton, that's one dude, that's and they had Irvin Johnson and Sam Perkins. Like the LeBron will watch them too. <laughs> Oh, snap. So, yeah, so, so in, your opinion, too. in your opinion, Portland was trash. Mm, yeah, yeah, All they had was Clyde Drexler. It was Drexler and yeah, Drexler. a bunch of like role players. Clyde Drexler was the best player. Then after that, you had Clifford Robinson, trash. Um, Jerome Kersey, Terry Porter, Kevin Duckworth. Like, come on, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, the Cavs would have punched them, too. Look who LeBron's playing in the finals. He's played um, Tim Duncan. Um, Manu and who else? Manu and Tony Parker. Yeah, Manu and Tony Parker. Like, the only the only one that you could really be like, yo, you should have won that was when they was up 2-0 Dallas. Yo, they came back. They beat the all-time team. It was 73-9. and They were down 3-1. And he brought them back but and we, beat them. But and I give you I give you credit for that. But we know why they they won that series when when LeBron went to the uh, went to them uh, went to them boys and complained that Draymond Green was should be suspended. Put that put that I, plug in there. I, but look, you could say the same thing about when LeBron and them was up with Delaware Dover. They had. Kevin Love got his arm ripped out Mortal Kombat style, and Kyrie broke his kneecap. They would have beat Golden State then. They was up, if they was up 2-0, 2-1 or whatever on Golden State with Kevin Love and Kyrie, they would have won that year. Oh, so no, you man. could you yeah, could push them out. Perch, I kind of agree with you there because here's, here's, <laughs> here's my thing with that year for Golden State. You got to remember. They had made the playoffs the previous two seasons under Mark Jackson. They get rid of Mark Jackson. Steve Kirk comes in. They win 60-plus games. And the the path to the finals was easy. All the point guards was, was, e- was an easy All the point guards was path to the finals. Yeah, easy. people get hurt every time against Golden State. But, yeah, but everyone Birch, gets hurt. But, Birch, not just that. They avoided the Spurs. They avoided Oklahoma City. They avoided the Clippers, who blew that 3-1 lead against the Rockets that year. Yeah. So, it, had it not been for those things combined with the injuries, they might not have won the title that year. They still might have been exactly. a year or two away from actually being what they are now. Well, let's, let, let's, let's get to the meat of the situation. Pause. Um, <laughs> is Cleveland beating Golden State this year? Uh, is Cleveland beating Golden State? Man, they could beat them. If it goes, I, if it goes six, seven games, I think Cleveland could win. If it goes six, but, seven games, you think Cleveland could win? What, what, yeah, what's, I think Cleveland your, could what's, win. What's your prediction? Like, you, you, you think they got a shot? Because I've never seen Steph Curry have a good finals. I've never seen mm-hmm. Kevin Durant have a good final. That's true. I'm saying so. If they play trash like they usually do in the finals, I can see Cleveland winning. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that. Because usually in the finals, when I'm saying it's Iguodala, it's Draymond, it's Clay, mm-hmm. they just have like super same games. You know what I'm saying Steph Curry, he just plays all right. And 
what I'm saying? The playoffs is different. Like, you can't be coming across half court and just pulling. Like, that's not going to happen. I hear you. I so, hear you. so I, I could see Cleveland winning. And then Cleveland's got all these money? bench players. Would you lock huh? up for money, though? Would you lock up Cleveland beating Golden State for money? I want to do a straight bet. I'd do odds and spreads and, like, all that other dumb oh, shit. Right. That, that <laughs> <people bet on. laughs> right. I, I would just stick to FanDuel, even even though, you know, that's that's pretty much done for the rest of the I'm season. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm, I'm pretty fucking confident that Golden State is going to beat Cleveland in six. I'm, I'm not as confident. I'm pretty confident they're going to beat them in six. And, and not necessarily because of um, any what 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 LeBron or Kyrie don't have. I think I think the the intention the intentional move to bring in the second best player in the NBA to an already All Star team. Um, and and I, and I feel you on your point about um, you know they not playing good in the finals. Um, I I think that they're going to take pressure off of one another, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, um, because now it's a matter of playing team basketball with all-stars as opposed to Steph Curry having to be the guy to take it over or Kevin Durant being the guy to have to take it over. Uh, I'm saying, like, it go either way. I'm saying, go and stay wins. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm saying, but... I really haven't seen Kevin Durant have a good finals. I haven't seen Steph have a good finals. You know what I'm saying? And you got to remember, like, the finals, it'd be the, the 11, 12th man off the bench that just goes crazy, like, two of the games in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cleveland's 11th man is Darren Williams. Would you be surprised if he had, like, a 30-point game, one of those final games? I would be you shocked. serious? You seen him play the other day? Yeah, I ain't seen him move that fast as Utah. He was flying up and down the court. Yeah, I promise you, I was one playing. game, maybe. That's what he said. One game. Yeah, one game. Yeah, one game. It wouldn't shock me. Oh, if, if shock one game, it's gonna be some random Kyle Carver, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry might get. <laughs> yeah, Channing Fry, Derek Williams. I'm saying they bench is lit. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is a team that was built by general manager LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, you know. But hey, Birch, man, the other uh, side too. And I'm saying Igudala, that rookie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Saying, like, hey, Birch, man, we we appreciate you uh, hopping on the show for a few minutes. You know, chop it up with us, man, and um, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll you know lake up sometime down the road, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on your show. I support anything y'all do. All right, man. No doubt, man. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right, man. That was the homie Burchell Glenn. Um, You know, interesting comments about the MJ Jordan. um, I mean, the MJ LeBron comparison. Um, I know we got a couple of, uh, you know, technical difficulties again with the Mm. chat. But, you know, we're going to, you know, get that straightened out and... uh, Let's uh, let's break. Let's let's take a break. Uh, one last break for the show. Come back and get into some other stuff. And um, if you want to dial the show, the number is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. We'll be right back, folks. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy Kesey at www.kesey.com. 
This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Representing the band, you dig to the death, New Orleans, third wall, Magnolia. 
Let me catch a nigga booting up, I'ma be like, what's hell, nigga? I crush bones and ain't a motherfucking fat, nigga. You know what type of shit I'm on, I let the Mac hit ya. You can't box my squad, I'll left jazz quicker than any bitch nigga that try to come against us on my sisters. I promise to make it part of my agenda to get ya. You know what I'm saying when you see them ninjas hopping off of the cottage, chopping you down like timber. You can try to stop me, I will injure. Shit, my killer instincts like cinder. I'm a bad boy, gorilla, make it millionaire. Hey Chopper, man, I dig you like a fucking shovel, man. It's Ness, the enforcer from the band, man. We the hottest thing since microwave popcorn, dog. It's real, it's about to go down like this. Ain't no puffin' on sour diesel, you know. It ain't illegal when I never been to Iraq, but pack a desert eagle. I mean, call me a liar, but the fire's back. A bad boy empire where the fire's at. I got the Sean Giant truck with the tires to match. The whole hood on fire, the wires tap. Okay, this part of the deal. Shops for Star Podcast, Maestro Styles and Trey yeah, Fraser in the yeah. house. Uh, just a couple of uh, points here before we uh, get into the next topic here. Uh, Garrett Blunt signed with the Eagles over the past week. I don't know what the contract details are, but uh, that's one another, year. One I year. It's a one year deal. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that you know, that's another pickup for them. I, I think that's a big, big deal for the Eagles. I'm more excited about it because we don't have. Um, we, we truly making the we, we might truly make the Patriots one dimensional in their running game because at first it was the, the you know the speedy screen game that they had with James White in right. insert running back and then when they really needed the true clock they would put the girl blunt in yep to just kind of cut after they pass you to death yep then they just run they you run to you death. to death yeah and, and um, some of that might slow down that that don't matter with the Patriots they'll find a way. They, they usually do. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. Sure. Um, everybody in the AFC is trying to get so past the Patriots. that's why I'm mentioning it. Go Steelers. At the end of the day, Patriots do what they're going to do. Um, a shout-out to um, the folks in UK. Um, 19 no. people dead, 50 people Rest injured at this Ariana Grande concert. Um Sad, sad story. It was like a terror bombing or something like they yeah, were saying. Yeah, some type of suicide bomb threat or whatever, and um, it, it just didn't look good, man. But, yeah. you know, rest in peace and, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with the family. And I kind of, and I don't want to, I, I make it short, but I, I kind of feel, I was listening to Joe Button talk about it on his Complex show the other day, and I was sitting here thinking about it. Um you know, you send your kid off to a kid concert, you yep. know, Ariana Grande, and then they just don't come home. Yeah, yeah, no, good point. It's, I mean, you know, so definitely condolences to the family. Good point, good point, man. Um, uh, last night, the Nashville Predators in the NHL, they made the Stanley Cup final for the first time in their franchise's history. And, and Maestro, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because we got a black man Going to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's what's it's up. The homeboy PK Subban. Shout out to that brother. You know he's been playing in the league for a while. I hope they win there. Yep, I, I do. I do. Um, you know, and I know you for reasons, obvious reasons on your part because of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and yeah. what you know what they could do. Um, I'm rooting for the Predators. I was too. just more so talking about for the black man, honestly. But 
man that you remind me that they're playing uh, Pittsburgh. How, how, how does this, as a Caps fan, make you feel that a, that a franchise that's never been there before got there and the Caps just seem to, you know, uh, disappoint? Uh, man, next topic. <laughs> next topic. That, that's it. That's all you that's got. That's it. <laughs> all right. Um... The Warriors, uh, they complete the sweep. They go fo fo fo, knock the Spurs out last night. They're going back to the finals. Um, Ginobili, retire, please, just retire. I'm I'm tired of seeing you. You know what's funny is is that if Ginobili retires, they're going to take another step back. Well, did they take a step back from last year to this year, really? Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess win wise, no. But are they the are they uh, the same team from last year? No, they're not the same. But they, were, they were a better team uh, the year before. Uh, sure, but they I mean they got further. So I mean I don't know if that has to do with the competition, but yeah. uh, I don't I don't see how I don't see the drop off being that significant. But maybe well I, I'm not saying it's going to be significant. I'm saying they're going to take another step back. They're definitely going to take a step back, losing Ginobili. Right. Well. You know these got these. You know this franchise loves to um, plug in the next I man. Mean, they need to do it. I'm not saying they didn't need to do it. I'm just saying they need. They yeah, going to take a step back. Yep, they they plug in the next man, and you know they they do all that. They're they're pretty good. They're just like the Patriots of the NBA. Um, Notre Dame uh, graduation was over the weekend, and um, Mike Pence. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence did the commencement speech, and you had quite a few students. I don't want to say few. There were many. I mean, I would say about half the students in that graduation ceremony walked out on Mike Pence's speech. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction is I don't have a problem with it. If they want to express themselves in, in a way where it's a silent protest, mm-hmm. then I'm cool with it. I, I, I am cool with it, but... Just quickly, Maestro. I'm just not sure if it was me at the ceremony and I'm graduating. I'm I'm just not sure that I would have walked out and did the same. And, and the reason I say that is because I, I graduated from UMUC back in 2012, 2013. And I, I, I get that sometimes commencement speeches are just that. They're just speeches. It's nothing really yeah. like that, yeah. you know empowering in some ways but just to quickly go through my you know talk about my experience at UMUC from 09 to 2012 did three years at UMUC during that time I lost three important people in my life to death my uncle in 2010 rest in peace uncle Scarface my grandfather in 2011 rest in peace to Vernon Sr and my grandmother, Nellie Walker, in 2012. That's three big deaths to deal with, one of which I had to really handle affairs with. It took time away from my studies, mm-hmm. and, bro, I, I thought I wasn't going to make it. I thought, you know what, this isn't right, it's just not the time, let me just take a break from it, and it turns out I completed my, um, I completed my bachelor's degree program, did the ceremony, and the, the person that did the commencement speech, she was an um, African-American lady, can't remember her name, and I'm not trying to paraphrase her speech, but 
the moment she said, when you go through this period of trying to get your degree and all that stuff, you're going to go through distractions, you're going to go through all types of things, death. And, and, and once she said that, it kind of hit home because mm-hmm. I now could kind of relate to what she's saying. And, and, and she was just so dead on point with, you know, what she said in relation to what I went through during my time trying to get my degree. So I, I don't know if I would have walked out on that situation, but yeah. I, got, I got no issue. I got no issue with yeah, well, you know, what the students did at Notre Dame. You don't know if you would have walked out because the person that was giving their commencement speech wasn't uh, deemed to be the evil. That's a fact. You know, that's a fact. That was the person that was giving the commencement speech at UMUC. That's, that a, year. that's a fact. You know, sure. It's like, it's almost as bad as saying, like, you know, I don't even know who you could compare Mike Pence to, um, you know, because it's the person who you deem to be that Mike, or who Mike Pence is, whoever people deem him to be, uh, which is uh, bad, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, you you excited about your, you know, because I, I don't know if they really know. Obviously, I didn't go to college. Um, not obviously, but I didn't go to college. So I don't know what the, um, you know, if they tell you who's going to be speaking at the commencement speech. Oh, absolutely. They do tell you. You know, yeah. So so this was planned. Then. Yep. So, yep. yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. So, no, I have no problem with it because, um, because even if he said something, um, you know, that hit home for you. It's kind of hard to look at you in that moment, meaning look at Mike Pence in that moment and see something good, mm-hmm. knowing uh, what you, you know, what he represents, you know, once he gets off that stage. Now, he could tell you, you know, you Vernon Frazier, black man, that, uh, you know, you could do what you want in life and you can be this, uh, you know, citizen and walk off the stage and he perpetuates, um that you can't do it. Right. You know, off stage. But he'll tell you in your face at your commencement mm-hmm. that you can. Mm-hmm. So if you go in that situation with that, no, nah, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to hear that shit. Sure. You know, so, I mean, I, I, get, I get what you're saying as far as... I think you would... I think there's a possibility that you would walk off if you knew what that... If, that, if you knew that that lady didn't stand for something that you stood for or stood for something that was so blatantly just you right you so blatantly disagreed with mm-hmm. that um you know her this you listening to her is like an insult mm-hmm. no i mean no like, no, like that, a, no that's that's facts yeah. that's facts but I'm, I'm i'm just from from my perspective i i i just think that and 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 again when, when you go into these things, you don't know what to expect. You don't if know Mike what the speech Pence, is going to be about. Yeah, if Mike Pence came to your commencement speech. Like, if he said, like, if he said, you know, this group of people, you're going to be successful, and that minority is not going to be, no, or, something, saying, or something derogatory. Before you heard his speech, uh-huh. if you heard Mike Pence was going to be at your commencement, would you, would you stay there for his speech? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know because I, I, I think it's his, his two sides to this. And, and one, we already talked about the one side where the students made a stand, which was their right to make the stand. And again, got no issues with it whatsoever. I thought it was great. I thought it was beautiful. 
the way they demonstrated themselves. Nobody got hurt. Nobody threw chairs. Nobody, you know, caused any violence or none of that. Here's the other side to it, though. When, when and I and I and I guess I'm just talking from experience. Maybe that's why you know we're continuing to talk about it. Uh, commencement speech is not. It's just a speech, but you might get something out of it. You might. You, you, you know, you, you, you never know. Sometimes it's a reminder of what you went through to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a, a statement of propelling you to the next level. It could be either or. It could be some other things. You, you, you never know. You, you, just, you just never know. I, I, I personally don't know because there was a video on this. That's, that's how I knew about the Notre Dame thing. There was a video of it. And what I noticed was that students looked at each other first. They looked around. They looked at each other. They stared each other in the face. And it was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's walk. I don't think and, they knew that. And, 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 and they looked at each other. Yeah. There, there, was, a, there was kind of a pause moment yeah. where students were looking side to side like. Because I'd be like, oh, hell no. You know, right. Right. So a part of me thought maybe they're just following just to follow. Or maybe... Hey, you know what? I just want to join the stand that you're making. I believe, like you said, it's planned, but I think there were some students that didn't expect this to happen. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, just you know, just from my experience, you can get something out of it that can remind you of the journey to get to that point, and you know, to, to get to that chapter in your life. So, um, you know, that be as it may, again. You know, shout out to the Notre Dame students, the graduates, and and I I, I got to shout out a couple of um, graduates too because um, this is graduation season, Maestro, and um, you know I, I got some folks that are going to be walking the stage um, or have walked the stage already and is going to walk the stage later this week. Um, my cousin Malcolm, uh, Frostburg State University, shout out to him. Uh, getting his bachelor's degree on Thursday. Can't wait for that opportunity to see that. Um, shout out to my friend Clarine up in New York. She graduated from Marist College. Got her master's degree. Um, shout out to my homie Greg um, from my church. He graduated from Morgan State University. Got his uh, electrician engineering degree, if, if that's how you call it. Uh, he's going to be doing electrical engineering in his career. So shout out to you for that. And uh, another friend from church, Amanda, she got her degree at uh, CCBC. I think that's uh, community college of Baltimore city or Baltimore County, one of the two. So shout out to the graduates, you know, best, best of luck in the future. Much prayers to you and the family. And uh, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. So, all right. So uh, you got this thing about Stephen A and uh, Michael Bennett. Um, the uh, back and forth that they um, had. I mean, I'll keep it short. Uh, basically, uh, Michael Bennett is uh, went on some radio show and said that uh, he supported uh, Colin Kaepernick coming to the 49ers, uh, I mean, to the Seattle Seahawks, I'm sorry. Yep. And, um, you know, he would make a great fit in the team. He would... Um, you know, he, he supports the community. It would be a great environment for him. Jay Fish, what up? Um, things of that nature. And um, 
basically uh, Stephen A had an issue with him supporting someone who didn't vote. Didn't vote. Yeah, he, he needs to get off of that. Um, Michael Bennett uh, kind of replied with, uh, you know, you not in the streets helping nobody. You know your your uh, your rhetoric is dangerous, and that you need to come on and start. Uh, you know, invited him to come help out, and you know, put your money where your mouth is, and that type of thing. And and Stephen A. Uh, responded with, you know, he. My issue is, my issue is, and, and you know, those who are privy to the story is that um, Stephen A. Look. And I watched, I listened to a part of his um, his podcast or his radio show, whatever, mm-hmm. and where he was, you know, taking phone calls to people. He didn't do a fuck master flex ten nah, minutes. Nah, he didn't do nothing like ridiculous. Oh. It, it, it was respectable. I, I I don't think. I think at the end of the day, um, I think, and it's funny because not to keep um, getting on, you know, bringing Charlemagne into the situation, but it's it's interesting because Charlemagne kind of a point like this to Stephen A when he was on uh, first tape mm-hmm. and he was saying that um, you know Colin Kaepernick has done a lot for the community mm-hmm. and um, whether he voted or not doesn't uh, change what he's done to the community that doesn't make and him not voting doesn't make him less of a uh, less of a positive um, influence mm-hmm. on people who are asking for change. Right. Um, I think my issue with Stephen A is that he is the. Um, I feel like with with respect to people who um, if they mention names that I don't remember. They mention names of people who specifically died for our right to vote. Mm-hmm. And with respect to those people, and I know we we kind of deal with this issue a lot. Um, they died for our right to make a choice. And our choice could be that we don't want to vote. Yeah, I think Stephen A is so stuck on, on the whole voting. voting thing. And then he tries to make it seem like, oh, it's not so much that he didn't vote. It's more so that he told everybody that he wasn't voting. Well, right. Like, okay, who gives a damn? Well, his thing is, and his, you know, he retorted with... Um, you know, now you encouraging people not to vote, and voting is the single most uh, influential thing that we have to promote change or to make change. Um, I don't know if that's true or false, but I do know that um, there are other ways to get to get the job done. I've I've said it for a while. I say it again. The voting system is a fixed, flawed system, and 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 if Stephen A doesn't see that. What Colin Kaepernick has been trying to get the message out on, not just the police brutality, not yeah. just um, racial injustices, but he's talking about the system of voting as well. It, it, it's clear. Yeah. His actions clearly state that that's what he's protesting. But right. like, I, I just don't get what how people don't see that. It, it, it makes me angry. Yeah. You know, and in the nip it in the bud, this is you know, um, Stephen A. I think I'm saying Stephen A. I, I hope he hears it. I mean, you know, maybe I I might tag him. Or I respect I Stephen A. Smith, and, and and let's be very clear about that. I respect the hell yeah. of, 
out of Stephen A. Smith for what he is um, to journalism, even though I'm not, I don't really read newspapers, but I recognize he's been here for a long time. Yep. I respect that he is a uh, a black voice in sports. He is a black voice in, you know, he's trying to do the right thing. And, and, and I respect him for that. But I, I think... I think you're missing the ship by telling people that that's the that's not the only it's it's not so I don't know how again I don't know how much voting is helping us and um and and I, and, I, and and let me and let me make a little bit of a uh, let me shine some light I, I registered to vote uh, recently. Um, you know, for you know, upcoming after after, after this afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this previous election, yeah, okay. no, 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 like just no, no, no. I'm saying like now, I am now registered to vote for oh, okay. whatever. I registered to vote, okay, and um, it just happened to come up because I had to uh change my license, right, 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 and okay. um, I registered to vote because um, I I'm more focused on local government, but I registered yep. to vote, and yep. I figure while I'm here. I'm going to put that. I'm gonna put my my vote into the you know how I feel about presidential elections mm-hmm. um, going forward. And the reason why I chose to do it was just because I wanted to see the the other side of my argument. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, if, I, if I'm being honest, yeah. Um, I wanted to see the other side of my argument because everybody wants to tell me what voting does, but I've watched on several occasions where um people where the majority of people make a decision yep. and they still don't get what they want. And I thought majority ruled a democracy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I, I just kind of want to see the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I want to understand what it, you know, what it feels like. Does my vote really count? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, am, right. am I, am I going to actually ever pick vote for somebody? Right. And they win. Well, there's this, old, there's a saying that people say where, Look, if you don't vote, that means you shouldn't complain when something bad happens or something you don't like. Well, I disagree with that. I think you should, com- if you want to complain, complain. I mean, who, who the hell are you to tell me I can't complain about something, even if, even if I didn't affect it? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, I mean, you know, good for you on your part. I mean, well, to, to I do mean, that. It's not really good for me. It's just a, for me. It's more about I. I did it one way, man. Because of what I felt like, now let me try it a different way for the sake of uh, retrospect. Yeah, I mean, I you know, a different a different perspective. That's that's really what it's about for me. Right, right. Um, and, and local government. I'm sorry, and local government because yeah. I believe that that's what that affects. I us believe that more. I believe that that's what what people should focus on more. When you talk than, about education, when you talk about financials, yeah, um, infrastructure. But the, the president, local government I don't, I don't matters care. more. I don't care. It matters I don't, more. I don't care about the president. I don't. Um, Cavs Celtics, um, they got beat down Friday night by fifty points. Um, I thought the I thought the see uh, the the series was done right after that. I mean, going into the series, I thought it was done, but I thought that assured me. I okay, thought the Celtics would get one game. They got one. I didn't think they'd get one. Yeah. That. The comeback on Sunday, surprising, um, great for them. Shout out to Marcus Smart. Shout out to the white boy coming off the bench and gooning it up mm-hmm. with uh, Darren Williams and Kevin Love. Um, and, you know, a few other these guys. Jay Crowder showed up. Uh, Brad 
I'm about to say Bradley Beal. Avery Bradley um, hit That's a game-winning so shot. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'd say a lucky bounce, but nonetheless, game-winning shot that went in. And look, I'm I'm not gonna just sit here and you know wax about the Cavs and them you know missing missing out on getting some rest. They're gonna get rest anyway. Yeah, I'm not worried. Um, LeBron is gonna dominate Craig again Davis tonight. Says Celtics are winning by eleven right now. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not saying that's not true. Right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm saying they're uh, not gonna win. In, in about a few seconds, that score is gonna change to tie. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, that's how confident I am that Cleveland is going to win Tonight. game four and they're going to close it out in Boston yeah. um, Thursday night. So yeah. um, so th- this question came about after the Celtics win the other night. And many people seem to think that Isaiah Thomas is a ball hog. When you look at the stat sheet of game three, balance scoring up and down the roster, um, a lot of guys in double figures, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, the white boys off the bench. Um, Al Horford, I meant to shout him out. He had a good game. Um, there seems to be this thing where, you know, Katz is like, yo, they, they might have to think about, you know, trading Isaiah Thomas. And Skip, I, I, I saw Skip post this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He said that he thinks it's a mistake if the Celtics don't draft Lonzo Ball, he thinks he thinks it's a clear mistake. And 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 usually Skip says some crazy things, but then I thought about it from another angle and I said, you know what? When I look at the height of Isaiah Thomas and, and the height of Lonzo and the height of Lonzo Ball, he might have a point. He might have a good point. And and the fact that the Celtics are in a situation where they got cap space. They could go out in free agency. They could pick up a max contract. They could draft, you know, whoever come, you know, whoever's going to be number one. They're in a really good position, and so I kind of understand why he said what he said about maybe it needs to go somewhere else. With that being said, though, I don't think it is a ball hog. Well, why do you? Why do they? Why do you? Do you think that they should get rid of it? Man, I tell you what, I think it's a difficult decision to make, but in the end, I say you keep him. I say you keep him and here's you give him a max contract. You keep because him because he's going to ask for max you keep contract. him and you give him a max contract, and here's why. Well, actually, because is, the, is he eligible? Because I, I I remember reading something um, just recently that if uh, Paul George not making the uh, all the uh, First team, first team, second team, makes like him un- made him uneligible if he was to do something with his contract. That's right. Shit, makes I heard him about that. Eligible for a max contract. Yep. Is that a contractual thing or is that just a rule? I think that's a contractual thing. Okay. Okay. I think that was okay. a contractual thing. But getting back to it though, it's a difficult decision. But I believe they should keep him, and here's why. It's like I talked about what the Celtics situation is. They got cap space. They can get a free agent. They're gonna draft high. There, I mean, there's so many directions they can go that, you know, losing IT, I don't think hurts them, mm-hmm. but I don't think it, you know, helps them any further because they're going to get another marquee guy. They're going to they're gonna get somebody else. But who's to say that that player is going to be marquee, though? 
Good Isaiah question. Thomas it's a bet. It's banking on. He's balling right now. Yeah. I'm sure his averages is somewhere around 25 in the regular season yep. and almost up to 30 in the postseason. Sure. Definitely. Um, six, six, seven, six to seven assists average probably a game. Right. Oh, Don't point. See that. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. So because Brad Stevens believes in more of a balanced game and, and people, you know, ball movement and things of that nature. Right. Marcus Smart. See, it seems like the ball moved better that game with Marcus Smart than right. it has um, in games with IT because IT is known that if he'll pull up. Yeah. He's like, and he demands the ball, yeah. which is cool. Right. It's cool. And Marcus Smart doesn't or didn't so right. much in that game. because and, and, um, I'm not going to base this off of one game. Well, I think I, my point was is that I think that this – it's it's no coincidence in my opinion that this came up at this week after Marcus Smart had that that uh yeah that brilliant game. Game. he had a brilliant game where he was dishing yep. and he was shooting yep. and um and, and the ball moved differently I'm not I don't, I don't I didn't watch enough of the game to say whether it moved better right or worse with uh with Marcus Smart but the ball moved in a different situ- a different way right and they won the game they beat the best team in the East yep. With the ball moving that way, as opposed to games one and two, where it well, let's see, at least say game one, because I think it was yep. injured game two. And now it gives the Cavs something different to look at in game plan, kind of moving forward. So it's a, so I think that it came up because of Marcus Smart's game, and um and to answer your question, no, Isaiah Thomas is not a ball hog. Isaiah Thomas is the star of the team. And he just happens to be the point guard. Yep. I don't have a problem with his game if he gets the points and he still has seven, six, seven, eight assists a game. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. Um, so he he moved the ball efficiently enough. Because when I when I when when that question came about the other day, I immediately thought about the two thousand one Sixers. I thought about that how that team was constructed. It was. Uh, a six-foot point guard and a Hall of Fame player in Iverson along with a bunch of guys. I mean, cool in the game. I mean, it was a bunch of guys that played defense that got to a finals because the East was not really all that. There was really nobody challenging nobody them. Else, yeah, uh-huh. Well, I don't want to say they weren't challenged because the Bucks did challenge them mm-hmm. in that series. And, and so did Toronto, you know, earlier in that playoffs, but... I mean, there really wasn't really no... I mean, the East was open for grabs. So, in this case now, with the way the Celtics are constructed, you're going to need more than IT to really, really challenge for a championship. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say I'm okay with not letting him go elsewhere. You keep him, you go out and get that Gordon Hayward, that Paul Pierce, Jimmy Butler, whatever whatever else you need to that... You could be you could be Why a better did you team. Just mention Paul Pierce. What's that? Why did you just mention Paul Pierce? I thought I said Paul George. I thought you said Paul Pierce. Oh. You, said, you never said Paul Pierce. Oh, okay. But, okay I, I meant to say Paul George. But I meant to say Paul George. If I if I did, my yeah, bad. Got you, got you. But yeah, go out and get those other guys in free agency or via trade yeah. that could push this team over the top. Because let's face it, if they do that, they'll be a better team than what the Sixers were back in 01. I would not be surprised. And um, should they get rid of IT? 
If the money's right, yeah, they should give it to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised though. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of Odyssey. Um, would I do it? No, I wouldn't. But at the end of the day, he is a five nine guard, and I, it's not to say that players haven't been good five nine guards. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Isaiah was five eleven, I think, and Muggsy was five three, and Spud, and um, but I I can't help but think that um. This is not going to work for the Celtics if they're trying to beat the Cavs. Yeah, and, need, and that's my point. They need a big, they need a bigger guard. That's my point. All, the second you decide, hey, let me put LeBron or or for a lesser degree, let me put Richard Jefferson on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that. I don't know if his style of play works as well with Richard Jefferson guarding them or Mon Shumper guarding them. Right. That um that it did with you know. In the Wizards situation with Otto Porter guarding the Marshall is just a better defensive player. Yeah, true. Jefferson is just a better defensive player. True that. Um, Marcus Smart got dog, um, and he he got a dog. He got a he got a rhythmic jumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning if he catch it, he on. Right. And um and and he defends. Mm-hmm. And he defends. So if you put him at point guard, he's defending Kyrie. Um, and you and you're not super looking for him to score points if he's distributing the ball the way he's supposed to. Yeah, no, good point, good point. I, so, I, so I wouldn't do it, and he's. Not, I don't think he it is a ball hog, but I wouldn't be surprised if they said we just need a bigger guard. It's nothing against you, but we need a bigger guard. True that. Yeah, it's it's along to my point. I just think the the six foot point guard, or I guess in his case, he's five. 10, 5, 11, whatever he is. Not, not normally not the best formula for a championship. It worked for the Sixers back then, but you know they didn't have a Cleveland. Well, that that and they didn't have a Cleveland Cavaliers to go up against. That's true too. You know, hey, shout out to the folks um, that was in the chat room earlier, man. Uh, we appreciate you sticking with us and you know keeping the show going. Shout out to the X Squad affiliates. Um, shouts out to every anybody that wasn't in the chat room that was listening out there. Um, we appreciate it as well. Don't forget, folks, check us out on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so... Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844-759-7732. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.